Hi, thank you for tuning in to the Compassion Before Judgment podcast. Welcome to the show. The podcast is hosted by my mom, Jagdeep Hare. Hello, everybody. I am here today with Brianna Greenspan, who is a chronic illness advocate, mentor for teens and young adults with chronic illnesses, author and genetics consultant at Gene by Gene, a genetic testing company based in Houston, Texas. And I'm not going to go too much into Brianna's story because I'm going to let her do that because she's got quite a story like we all do, but I'm going to let her talk about herself. So welcome, Brianna. Hi, it's such an honor to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so excited to get into this conversation today. So you know what? Let's just jump right in. So tell us a bit about yourself whatever you feel comfortable sharing, and let's just dive right in. Sure. Well, I'm Brianna Greenspan, and at this moment, I'm the host of the Miracle Morning Mindset and Motivation Room on Clubhouse. And when people ask me, like, who are you? What do you do? What's going on there? What's your story? I often just think back to my core values, and I think, like, who am I? I'm just someone who tries to do all the good I can in all the ways I can at all the times I can, for all the beings I can, as often as I can, as I connect to my soul. And so I absolutely love the name of your podcast. I love the way that you show up in the world. I'm so grateful for your leadership. And um, I think that a lot of the ways that I've solidified those values do with um, the, the challenges that I've experienced in my life. And so I know that you referenced uh, chronic illness and mentorship. And a lot of that has come from this desire to give back to those that are suffering from similar experiences to what I went through. Because as a child with a chronic illness, um, although we had the internet and although you know there were many doctors and specialists, they all kind of missed the mark. Right. And as a result, there were so many medications and so many limiting beliefs and so many surgeries and so many you can'ts, you won'ts, you'll nevers and so many mm. missed school days and so much suffering Aww. that um, one, I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. If there's anything that I've learned in my life that can help somebody move through that experience quicker, it's my honor and privilege. And so I think that a lot of the ways that I've been of service and been able to contribute in the world are the result of some of the tar- darkest times that I've had. Wow, of course, yeah. And isn't it amazing when you can actually look back on that now? I mean, you don't wish it on anybody. I can absolutely relate to that. But looking back now and how you turn that around is really absolutely empowering and inspiring. I appreciate that. And one of the things that I've learned is it's not about changing the circumstances. A lot of, like for many years as a child, I would like wish and pray, like Aww. one day these symptoms would go away. One day I wouldn't look funny. One day I wouldn't feel different. One day I wouldn't blah, blah, blah. But what I learned is that everybody has some kind of challenge. Everybody is currently going through something. Yes. Yet the real deal, like the real learning is within that struggle. Mm, It really is. And 
like the real opportunity is to grow within that experience. And so now I don't wish that my symptoms would go away. I pray that I have the strength to move through them. Oh, and I'm, I love that. And I'm also so oh, grateful and oh, like I'm so intentional and so aware that everybody gets knocked down. And so it's not about not getting knocked down. It's about what are the rituals, what are the habits, what are the modalities, what are the practices that we're learning about, that we're mastering in order to pick ourselves up as often as possible, as quick as possible, whenever life knocks us down. Love it. This is why I love your energy. You speak my language. (laughs) It really is so true. It's the struggles are there. They're real, but it's having that strength to get through them. It's wow. I mean, you nailed it. Oh, you're so like, it's a really interesting moment when, um, when we can look at our experiences that seemingly were the worst things that could ever say that is now the walk from retiring a handicap placard to retiring all Western medications to retiring the neck brace and, you know, and then the layer on top of the physical retiring the limiting beliefs right. and saying, like, I'm moving from a space of someone else's preconceived judgment on my life based on some diagnosis or label. And, you know, there's a lot of diagnoses that I specifically have. And there's a lot of labels that doctors yes. and specialists have given me. And, and I have a lot of symptoms and reaction. Like if you hang out with me in real life, like for more than an hour, you'll be like, Oh, those things come up yet. Right. <laughs> it, right. It's okay. Because as I moved through retiring that you can't, you won't, you'll never and inserting instead this new mindset of I can, I will. And when will I, how right. will I, who wow. will be on my support team? I meet people like you, incredible people that say, hey, you're speaking my language because there are so many of us that are out there that are aware that it's not our challenges. It's yes. in our resilience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love what you just said. You have the physical, you have the labels, you have all of that. And then you have the mindset and the limiting beliefs. Absolutely. Because it all layers on top. It's all so interconnected right it's it's the thought I mean I'm gonna let you go into that part because this is your expertise (laughs) but it's it's so true it's the physical and the emotional and the those limiting beliefs they all go hand in hand and we can change it around we can turn it around so that's what we're here to speak about today to go okay you're listening to this and you're going yeah I got some of that and some of that and some of that because we all have some of everything. <laughs> it's all on the menu. We pick and choose what we want. But there are the physical things as well that, you know, they are real. They are smacking us right in the face. But what are we going to do with them? That's exactly right. And when we think about it, it's like, what are we going to do with them? Who do we choose to be? I have this affirmation in my coloring book, which I'm such a super fan of it's like it's like I made it for myself but then oh, it's so gifted amazing. it to the world. Please you know, tell us a little more about that as well. Yeah, I I will in a moment but there's one affirmation in it. I am where I am because of who I was. 
But where I go depends entirely on who I choose to be. And this is the moment when I see this affirmation, when I think this affirmation, when I have an experience that is not ideal, if you will, the first thing I ask myself is who do I choose to be? Who do I choose to be in this moment? Do I choose to be courageous? Do I choose to be resilient? Do I choose to be intentional? Or do I choose to be a complainer? Do I choose to be a blamer? Do I choose to be shameful of my experience? Who do I choose Mm. to be? And when we get in the driver's seat of our own lives, when we put ourselves in the driver's seat of our own lives, that's the moment that we get to choose who we are, how we show up, and what matters most in these moments. Because we can always choose to be some bright, shining superstar when things are easy. Exactly. (laughs) It's like really easy to be awesome when things are easy. Yet, who do we choose to be when when things get tough? Who do we choose to be when we get knocked over? Who do we choose to be when life throws us a curveball? And Mm. I'll be honest, the last 15 months, whatever, have have been a time where almost every person in the world was thrown a curveball. Yes, absolutely. And so if you haven't asked yourself yet, who do you choose to be? Today's a beautiful day to ask yourself this question. I ask myself on a daily basis and sometimes on a hourly basis. Yes. Like, like, <laughs> like, like I'll be honest, I just had an experience this past weekend that took an exorbitant amount of my energy. Right. I saw more family members, saw more people you know, right. this past weekend at my brother's wedding than I have in two years. Right. And as someone with a chronic and complex situation going on, I have to pick and choose when and where I share my energy. Yes, and absolutely. This weekend, I had to consistently ask myself, who do you choose to be right now? Wow. Do you choose yes. to be you know, courageous? Who do you choose to be right now? Do you choose to be loving? Who do you choose to be right now? Do you choose to be someone who shows up for others? Who do you choose to be right now? Do you choose to be helpful? And I had to continuously keep choosing. Right. And it's because I intentionally recognize that I have a choice. A lot of people around me Just go through the motions, not even Mm -hmm. aware that we get to choose how we show up in life. Absolutely. Because we we give that power away. And they did this to me. They said this to me. And I love how you just shared an experience there that you had just this past weekend with your brother's wedding. I mean, like you said, we can be great when things are amazing. It's in those moments where we do have family around who may trigger us, who may take us back a decade, two decades, five decades. It's in those moments, who do I choose to be? And that is, that is a tough question, but it's also a very empowering question because you do have the power. Am I going to give my power away or am I going to choose to be different? I love that you share that because that is so important and it's intentional, right? So you're not putting the positivity on the back burner and going, okay, I'm just going to go through the wedding. It's right there with you. It's a part of your life. It's a part of, it's like taking a breath, right? It becomes, it's one of those things. How am I choosing to breathe? Am I going to suffocate in this moment or am I going to breathe freely, right? It's all within us. How do I choose to be? That is the million dollar question. (laughs) 
That's exactly right. And I think that it's so important because it's so simple, yet so many people around me have no idea that they can choose how they show up in life. Yes. And when we recognize that, okay, you have a chronic illness. Okay. You have a mental situation going on. Okay. There are always, there's always an external situation going on. There's always an internal situation going on. And when we decide that the external and the internal do not define us, that's the moment that we recognize that everything is right about us in every single moment, no matter what we're experiencing, no matter what we're feeling. There's another affirmation in, um, in my coloring book, which I'm going to talk about this coloring book for a moment. <laughs> it's a positive psychology workbook that helps people shift their subconscious programming and elevate their environment. When we elevate our environment, you know, there's a lot that's happening when we're trying to create a new neural pathway. And one of the most important things that people say all the time is you need to say or read something 10,000 times in order for you to shift your subconscious programming. Okay, so if you are to say an every single morning, you're still not going to be able to shift your subconscious programming in a year or two years or five years. And so if you have something on your mirror, your locker, your desk, your wall, all around your home that reminds you of what matters most, then you're going to be able to shift your subconscious programming so much quicker. Yes. So this affirmation that one of the one that I love is there is nothing to fear because I cannot fail. Mm. Only learn, grow, and become better than I've ever been before. And so there are so many times that I have to remind myself. Absolutely, yes. When I'm in a situation where I could blame someone else, where I could be shameful of how I got there, the poor choices that I made, whatever it was, When I recognize that everything is right about me at all times, I remember that everything is right about me and I can internalize that everything is right about me because I know this affirmation. There is nothing to fear because I cannot fail. Only learn, grow, and become better than I've ever been before. Whatever is happening, it's an opportunity to learn. Whatever is happening, it's an opportunity to grow. Whatever is happening, it's an opportunity to level up and become better than I've ever been before. Like, where was this when I was seven, when I was self-loathing, when I was like, what is happening? Why me? Blah, blah, blah. You know, when I was really struggling mentally, really struggling physically, really struggling emotionally. And I didn't think anything was right about me. I literally thought everything was wrong about me. I was like not pretty and I was different and I was in pain. And, you know, I was, I was, I was limiting belief label. And and none of that was even true. Like I was lovely, except like I did have a lot of situations going on. But no matter what, there's always a flip side of the coin. And this is, this is a mind blowing concept because as a young person, like in school, they were saying, oh, you're not up to par. Yes. At the doctor's office, they were saying, oh, you're missing the mark. You know, the, the friends were like, or the, the, the peers were like, oh, you're weird, sick is gross. And so there were so right. many things that were externally reinforcing that everything was wrong about me. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That the first time I met Dr. Jill, 
this beautiful soul. If you don't know this lady, Dr. Jill, Dr. Jill Khan, she is a blessing. And she, um, she was the catalyst on reminding myself and so many others that everything is right about us. And she started to identify, oh, you missed work today because you took a nap. Everything is right about that. Maybe your body was begging for rest. And she started to recognize that there's a flip side of the coin that she could inspire within those that she interacted with, which was mind blowing for many, many people. Oh, yeah. Because like, you know, you and I, we know that there's so much good within us. We've done a lot of intentional internal work to recognize what baggage we need to let go of and how we're meant to show up to not only serve ourselves, but to serve others. But there are so many in the world that are just for the first time recognizing that not everything in the world is wrong. Not everything about them is wrong. And so this affirmation, there's nothing to fear because I cannot fail. Only learn, grow, and become better than I've ever been before. I scream it from the rooftops. I have it on my mirror. Oh, it's amazing. uh, In my bathroom. Because when I wake up in the morning, sometimes I don't feel well. Sometimes I've got some stomach ache or I have a seizure or I have some, you know, whatever these these situations are. Yes. In those moments, I'm meant to learn. In those moments, I'm meant to grow. In those moments, I'm meant to transform the way I'm showing up with love and respect and resilience and understanding and compassion. If If I were to show up with judgment... Why is this happening? Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, again. Oh, what if, what if, what if? Now my, every, what if, how are people going to perceive me? What if X, Y, and Z happen? How is that serving me? And how is that serving someone else? Yes. And this, uh, I mean, Dr. Jill, like you said, if anybody does not know of her, look her up. She's amazing. This, you know, when we even think about if, so, if you're going to talk to someone and the, you, you're almost having this anxiety yourself about the conversation you're going to have or if you're going to call in sick or whatever is going on, and that person says to you, everything is right about you, think about the, how that energy in that moment is like, oh, wow, okay. Or if someone says, well, you know, you, you could do better or you should be doing better. The, even the energy in those words is so different and you start to question yourself and like you said that judgment the labels imagine if we said to every person or at least 20 people a day everything is right about you or we said that to our kids or in the school system where you know this is now it's being put in the school system absolutely phenomenal because you know there's so much labeling and judging and I'm loving that the shift is happening here But imagine if every child walked into a room who we don't know what kind of morning they've had. We don't know what's going on at home. But if they came in and they were told everything is right about you or they saw that written or they looked, you know, they saw those affirmations or the one that you just said about the fear. Imagine what that's doing to their inside voice. Right. It is so incredibly empowering. It seems like such a teeny tiny little statement, but it is life changing. Just say it to yourself. Look in the mirror, say it to yourself. Everything is right about me. It's like, wow. If you just, it's so, I accept myself the way I am. It can be really hard for people at the start because we're not used to accepting ourselves. We're not used to accepting others. We're so used to putting these labels and judgments. 
but just try it out. It is so empowering and it really is life changing. I mean, there's nothing, there's no other way to put it, really. Mm. I'm so grateful for you. And I'm so grateful for the ways that you consistently inspire me and others to connect to our soul. When we connect to our soul, when we connect to our intuition, when we trust the process, so many meaningful opportunities arise that were not there before because we didn't make space for them, because we ignored our intuition. And because we were living in a lower state of consciousness. And so I love the way that you show up fully expressed to help so many learn, grow, and transform and really lead an intentional life. That's what this is all about, leading an intentional life. And that's really how we connected because I represent leading an intentional life on Clubhouse with the Miracle Morning practices. So I'd love for us to transition into the miracle morning for a moment because it definitely I glossed over my health situation <laughs> I'm like it, it was pretty intense although it's not something that defines my life anymore yet I will say that the miracle morning currently defines my life because right. it's the way that I've been able to move from the challenges that I experienced as an overwhelming overarching drama trauma you know consistent headache in my life to just another facet of who I am. Right. Go ahead and please share about the Miracle Morning because you are there every single morning showing up. Tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, way before there was the Miracle Morning mindset and motivation on Clubhouse, there was just the Miracle Morning. And about 14 years ago, my dear friend Hal founder of the Miracle Morning, he came to me and he said, hey, I'd like you to start waking up earlier than you normally would. I challenge you for one week. I'd like you to start waking up or earlier than you normally would. And I want you to pour into yourself. I want you to start reading and journaling and visualizing and affirming and exercising and meditating. And I literally was, I was like, a, absolutely not. Like not mm -hmm. even a no. I was like a heck no and you know like think about this so reading writing exercising these are things we learn in school like yeah. you have we have reading class you have writing class you have pe class like this is like you know it's it's not uncommon for us to know what these things are most people in the western world are aware of how to read and how to write and how to move their body because of public school right yet this this concept of affirmations, positive self-talk. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he said visualization and vision boards. I was like, what is that? And then he starts talking about meditation. And I was like, what? And he's like, quiet in your mind. And I was like, this is foreign. So not only was I a heck no, because all of my own limiting beliefs came up. I started to say, 
you know, when I wake up in the morning, this happens and that happens. I have no idea how I'm going to feel. Look at all these symptoms that come up. And I just started to like excusify the situation and tell him all the reasons why I was a no. And so I started with the surface level, like I'm a no because of my health. I'm a no because I'm confused. I'm a no because I'm a novice. I'm a no because I'm not a morning person. I'm a no because of X, Y, Z, and beyond. And he just flat out said, what if you changed the way that you showed up to your own life and it changed the results that you got? Mm, beautiful. And I was like, mic drop, sir. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the real reason why I listened to Hal is because he, he has this, uh, he wrote a book called Taking Life Head On, which nobody really talks about anymore, but I loved it at the time because he had been hit head on by a drunk driver. He had died at the scene. After six minutes, they were able to revive him. He was on life support. He was in a coma. When he woke up from the coma, they said he'd never walk again. He said, respectfully, I disagree. The doctors went to his family and said, you know, Hal has a lot of brain damage. He's not understanding the severity of his symptoms. The doc- uh, his, his family came to him and said, you know, the doctors think that you're not understanding what's going on. And he said, no, no, I got it. If I'm going to be in a wheelchair mm. the rest of my life, I'll be the happiest guy in a wheelchair ever. But don't tell me the day I wake up from a coma that it's my only option. Right. At least let me try and walk. And if right. I fail, then let, let's go. Like, bring on the wheelchair. And when I read that, I was so inspired because I had just relearned to walk again about six or eight weeks before meeting Hal. Wow. And that transformation journey, I had gone on a 378-hour therapy program with the goal of being able to walk up a flight of stairs with no Western medications. And wow. so when I met Hal, I was like, rock on, dude. Like, I like, I like your flavor of cool. I learned to walk. I learned to walk. And so then he's like, hey, let's wake up early. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, this You're is like, hold too- on a second. <laughs> I was like, hold the, hold, hold, hold your horses. And he was just like kind of explaining how awesome it was and the morning's so great. And I was just like, uh, no, thank you. He <laughs> does this mic drop. And then I'm like, okay, I'll try it. Okay. Okay. Right. You got me. So the next day I wake up and I meditate. And then I visualize, and then I affirm, and then I read, and then I journal, and then I exercise. I do a little physical therapy because at that time I was doing a lot of physical therapy. I've been in physical therapy, I don't know, 28 years of my life or so, um, which is great because it helps me um, move my body. And that's right. and I'm so grateful. And I'll probably be in physical therapy the rest of my life. And I'm so grateful because most of the time I can walk and that's great. And And in that first day, in the first visualization, I saw that if I did some version of positive habit stacking in the morning, I would never spend another 24 hours in bed or in a hospital ever again. So that was 14 years ago. I have been intentionally positive habit stacking the last 14 years. Every day looks different. Sometimes it's 20 minutes. Sometimes it's two hours. Sometimes it's 10 minutes. Sometimes it's literally like 50 minutes. And then I start doing these practices like little mood boosts throughout the day. Every day is different. Yet I have done some version of intentionally showing up for myself 
with what we call the lifesavers, silence or meditation, affirmations or positive self-talk, visualizations or using a vision board, exercise or some type of movement, reading or some type of learning, and journaling or some type of scribing every single day for the last 14 years. And it's changed the entire trajectory of my whole life. And so now, instead of being like sick Brie, like on this illness journey, I've been strong Brie on this wellness journey. And it's because I have a robust toolbox that every single day, we talked about it before, who do you choose to be? Every day I ask myself, who do you choose to be? And what rituals, what habits, what modalities do I need to bring out right now? Right. In order to be whoever I choose to be. And so I'm like the super fan of all super fans of the Miracle Morning. I've been an advisor to Hal for the last 14 years. It's so cool to hold the Miracle Morning mindset and motivation space every day because I'm now hearing from others mm-hmm. that their life is transformed. And, you know, I know it to be true. This isn't like I'm just drinking the Kool-Aid or like I work for something. I genuinely know that I've been able to be my am and how I show up because I show up for myself. You know, there's this concept of like recharging your battery and the miracle morning helps me do that every day. And so I love to talk about it. I love to inspire other people to just start giving themselves six minutes in the morning time to fill up your own cup. Like if you just walk around the block once while listening to, you know, an audiobook, like one page. That's great. Right. If, if right. Like, whatever it is that you do is great. Whatever it is that you do, that's more than what you were doing that serves you rock on. And so I found tons of different things. Sometimes it's meditation. Sometimes it's prayer. Sometimes it's breath work. Sometimes it's an ice bath. Sometimes it's a hike. Sometimes it's a walk around the block. Sometimes it's some physical therapy. Sometimes I'm just hopping on the elliptical. Sometimes it's, you know, every day is different for each of these categories. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Sometimes I'm like reading a page you know, from the Bible, sometimes I'm like re- listening to an audiobook, a chapter in an audiobook while I'm walking around the block. Sometimes, you know, I'm literally uh, coloring an affirmation. Sometimes, like every day is so different in my life. But the one non negotiable is that I give myself some time and space to fill up my own cup so that I can go out and serve those that I love and those that I lead from a generous place of overflow. Versus this unfortunate place of depletion that we often, often givers, like natural givers, give more than they have. Mm-hmm. And if we don't stop and recharge our battery, we often make ourselves sick. It's not sustainable. We're not giving the best parts of ourselves away. We're not helping in the way that we're helping a little, but we're not helping with like this maximum impact because we need to help ourselves first. That's why they say put your own oxygen mask on first. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's where, I mean, being around your energy, it's, it's naturally going to uplift others. You know, you're, there, there really is no excuse, first of all, for not having six minutes in the morning like that to me. I mean, I'm a meditator. I love to journal. I, I, I wake up at crazy hours in the morning and that's not because I have to, that's because I choose to. But that's because I absolutely, it's like a high for me. (laughs) You know, my self-care is a high and that doesn't mean I go sit at the spa all day 
it's waking up, meditating. Like you said, it can be anything. It can differ from day to day, but it's so important for me to fill my own cup. And I have people say to me, what are you on? (laughs) Where do you get your energy from? I'm like, I don't even know. It's, it's, I love what I do. And you know, when we love what I do, what we do, it speaks to our energy, right? So like with your energy, like it, it almost sucks people in and you want to be on this high, you know, it's like, I'll take whatever she's on. <laughs> you know, what are people, what are you on? When people say that, I often say, oh, I'm just high on my own supply. Yeah. And they're like, what does that mean? And I'm like, you know, when we intentionally choose to show up for ourselves, we shine our brightest light. We really and do. Today, um, in the Miracle Morning Room. So every day in the room, we have a different affirmation and we have a different prompt. And today's affirmation was, I keep shining every day, knowing that the mm. world needs my light. Oh, that's beautiful. And then the, the question, the journaling prompt, the visualization prompt that we had today is what will you do to shine your brightest this weekend? And how can your Miracle Morning savers, that silence, that affirmation, that visualization, exercise, reading, inscribing, help you with that? Like when we think about this, the world does need us to shine our brightest light. How are we going to do that? How are we going to do it? That's the question. Yeah. And it's, it's so beautiful when our own light and our own energy can positively impact those around us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I feel like we need a part two to this uh, conversation. We could, we could be here talking about this forever and it's so energizing. And so like, I feel like, I mean, it's, it's early in the morning for me and I feel like I've gotten so much energy and I'm like, I'm good to go. And, and that's what you do. I mean, you've just come off a clubhouse room and here you are. And, you know, it, it's you've had to fill your own cup. Otherwise, you would be depleted talking for hours and doing this work. But you're on this high. Right. And, and I love what you said about that. It's you're high on your own supply. I love that. So tell us a bit about how listeners can connect with you. And I mean, I would love to do another episode if you want to, because I feel like this is great if we can be here and we can give the listeners that energy that they need to listen to and go, okay, I can leave from hearing this and I can go do something with my day or even just have the energy to show up differently, shine my brightest light, you know, shine, show up the way that I really am energized. That would be amazing. So share a bit about how they can connect with you. I mean, your book, where, where do they get it? I will add all of this into the show notes, but tell us a bit about yeah, how, perfect. how they can find you. <laughs> you can find me in the club on Clubhouse. I'm there every single day from 7 to 9 a.m. Central in the Miracle Morning Mindset and Motivation Room. It's in the Miracle Morning Club. So you can literally find me there every day. Bree Greenspan, um, I think is my username. I don't know. If it's not, <laughs> it, you could definitely check out the club. Um, and Or you could find me on Instagram, Bree Green 1111. I have a website, briannagreenspan.com, that has all the podcasts that I've been in, been on, that has all of the information. If you um, need some support with your team or your school or your community, um, I do a lot of facilitation work, appreciative facilitation work, helping people to break 
break down their limiting beliefs and like move into a new space. Um, or you can um, check out the Miracle Morning Art of Affirmations book, which is available on Amazon. And we have a link in the show notes for uh, some free coloring pages from the book and it has beautiful affirmations. Um, So if you don't necessarily want to take the deep dive and buy the book right now, you can definitely still intentionally use the tools that we have provided there to make a vision board or to elevate your environment. And um, you can access them at this free link below. Amazing. So, so, so much goodness. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Brianna, thank you so much for, first of all, for being here, taking time out of your busy day. Um, Thanks for sharing everything that you have shared. Thanks for all the resources that are out there that you're doing and just phenomenal. I feel so honored to be in this space with you and um, just thank you. I have so much gratitude for, for connecting with you. Thank you so much. Oh, it's the pleasure is all mine. Everything is right about you. And I'm so grateful for your leadership, your generosity, the way that you show up in the world, the way that you inspire goodness and kindness. And I hope that you continue to keep shining because you shine such a bright light on the world already. And that is exactly what the world is calling for. Uh, Thank you, Brianna. I hope the rest of your day is absolutely amazing. And I received all of that, all of those beautiful words. Thank you so much. All right. Beautiful. Take care, Vienna. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you have any suggestions, we would love to hear from you.